Welcome back to Let's Talk. Um, this episode is special because there's two reasons. First solo episode with me for a long time. The last time I did a solo episode was episode two and that seems like so long ago. So thank you to everyone who has stuck with me since then. Um, and secondly, this episode is in honour of hashtag Asian August, um, which aims to bring the Asian community together to celebrate our identity. So shout out to BAM for organising this. The theme for Asian August is home. And the first thing I thought of in relation to that was belonging, right? You know, what does it mean to belong? Where do I belong? Do I even belong anywhere? This is existential crisis material, I know. But here's what we'll be talking about. We'll be talking about what it means to belong right now, my journey to belonging to myself, redefining what it means to belong, and also how to belong, aka come home to yourself. But here's a quote to start with from Brené Brown's Braving the Wilderness. Highly recommend the book. And it's from Maya Angelou. You are only free when you realise you belong. You belong every place, no place at all. The price is high and the reward is great. So, it's a deep quote, I know, mind-blowing. Um, anyway, what it means to belong right now, that is the first thing I want to address. And when I thought about this, when I had did some research, when I talked to my friends and stuff, you know, to belong often boiled down to the feeling of being needed or being wanted or feeling like you fit in, right? Um, and when I Googled this, belong meant to be a member of something, right? To be a member of your school, to be a member of your church, to be a member of a particular group, like, I don't know, a baking society. That was really random. Um, <laughs> but when I did the research and had those conversations, I realised a lot of the times belonging came from a place of scarcity and a product of scarcity and competition because we're always chasing something i mentioned this on my stories on my instagram but we always we always seem to be chasing something success acceptance tolerance you know achievements and all of that stuff but like why why are you chasing those things a lot of the time it's because we've been conditioned to think that we're not enough as we are and so we need to chase those things in order to be whole so it might be good grades it might be good friends it might be you know being popular or something like that um or yeah having loads of friends things like that and this can't be further from the truth because actually this benefits capitalism when we um when we think that we're not enough because then we'll keep working then we'll keep you know um going along the pipeline, you know, school, university, job, and then we'll just work in the system and then we'll just be unhappy, but we'll keep our head down and keep working because we believe that we need that acceptance, we need that status, and we need that money. I mean, money, kind of true, right? But um, only within this system. Um, it also benefits capitalism because it distracts us from real issues so when we're too busy thinking about ourselves and what we need and supposedly what we lack then we don't see what's happening uh, like you know outside of our own little bubbles we don't see how people are suffering we don't see um issues like racism sexism because we're too too sucked in our own bubble and i'm definitely guilty of that as well and i'll definitely talk about that when i talk about my story um because it means that we kind of spiral and we overthink and therefore we go down that we, we go down that black hole which isn't very fun um so yeah it just distracts us 
trying to belong, trying to fit in means that we're always going to be like losing a part of ourselves. Um, and some questions that I wanted to pause and like just, you know, present to you to reflect on are, you know, what are you belonging to? Are you sacrificing anything to be a part of that? Um, how can you provide to yourself what you are chasing after? Right. So we talked about we're always chasing after, you know, money, fame, right? Or like acceptance, tolerance. You know, at the bottom of it is usually a feeling of being wanted or needed. So how can you give yourself that? How can you provide that to yourself? And it's important to evaluate where we are right now in order to move forward and effectively move on and build upon our sense of belonging, which is why it's important to reflect. And I always advocate for that. But anyway, the second part of what I wanted to talk about was my journey to belonging to myself. It's been a long time coming um, and... A lot of it was because I struggled to reconcile my passion for social justice with what I'm doing online and also my faith, right? They seem to be polar opposites. Um, but with the revival of Black Lives Matter right now, it's it's important that we all embrace our own lane. And for the longest time, I thought that I was just going to be, you know, just going to get a good job, um, earn some money and like be comfortable and live a good life but what does a good life mean and this came down to the idea of you know wanting to be validated within society my parents for example um my friends um, people that i see before me doing these cool things and i'm like whoa i want to do that too but then at the same time i feel like oh that's kind of stepping too much out of what is the bounds of normal what's the boundaries of accepted stuff and there is a tension of like straddling the boundaries between being a woman, also being Chinese and also being British and also being passionate about, about you know, X, Y, Z. So it's really difficult for us to be multi-passionate, but also be able to spread our energy and our efforts out in between them. And you'll know if you are, you know, juggling different pro projects at the same time, like it's quite, um, it can be quite difficult to give you 100% to everything all at once. So I struggled with, I thought that I just had to do one thing. I just thought I had to, you know, focus on it and like run with it. And that is great. I think that's a really good thing. But a lot of the times this means that you're shutting out a lot of your other sides. So, you know, things like my passions, like photography and, you know, sociology and like art and stuff like that, I was like, nah, you know, that's that, that's not gonna be a thing. I was gonna do art. I was like, you know what? whatever, I'm gonna do art at university. And then sociology came along and I was like, whoa, people need to know this. People need to know these things. So just like one quick story, like, um, you know, in school in the UK, we have uniform and like it's, it is honestly the most dumbest thing in the world. Like, why do we have uniform? Everyone in school always questions that, especially in a girls school. Like we're not allowed to wear like uh, makeup, like excessive makeup or like um, have our nails painted. And we'd all be like, what? But why? It doesn't affect our learning at all. And that is exactly true. So in sociology, I learned that, you know, in school, you are conditioned to be a uniform worker for the system, right? So, you know, by following all these boring rules, by obeying authority mindlessly, even if there's no rhyme or reason for it, e.g. with uniform, this will prepare you for your later life when you're in a corporate job, in a boring, um, 
doing boring tasks and you're like why am I doing this but at the same time still doing it right and so I, I learned these things and I was like whoa this is crazy it sounds like a conspiracy theory right but it's all true like if you start to look at the things in our lives around us it all points back to you know benefiting to the system but anyway I'm going off on a tangent um <laughs> but a big part of what I struggled with was actually knowing whether something that I wanted to do was me what I wanted to do was actually you know something that I wanted to do or not a product of the system because I knew all this stuff and I was like okay what am I supposed to do with the information and one of the questions I actually got was how do I know if something is actually me or what I have been conditioned to feel like is me and if you're asking that question I would say you're already questioning your reality so you're probably already beginning to realize that some things in your life aren't meant for you or you feel like a bit unsettled about it so i would say continue to dig continue to dig into it because when we just leave things at the surface when we just accept things as we they are that contributes directly to a lot of things you know being complacent often means being complicit in a lot of injustice, in a lot of, um, yeah, oppression in the world. And the same goes for yourself. If we leave things at the surface, if we don't, um, if we aren't willing to get slightly uncomfortable with these small things, with the feeling of, you know, this might not be right for me. If you can't trust yourself with the small things, how can you trust yourself with the big things? So I would say, yeah, question, question yourself, like dig into yourself and challenge yourself because I promise you it will lead you to good things because that's exactly what happened for me. You know, when I stopped blindly believing what was going on and I actually started to take things on for myself and actually examine them, it meant that I was able to actually, you know, if I agreed with them, then I knew why I agreed with them. If you agree with something just for the sake of it, like you might as well not agree with it. If you're neither here nor there, like, there's really no point, right? Um, and so that was the turning point for me when I realised actually I have the ability to own all these different facets of myself, my passion for social justice, my faith, my identity as a British-born Chinese um, person. Um, all of those intersect at a unique point in which only I can own, that space only I can fill. And so I want to encourage you to think about what is that point in which you can take ownership of and actually step into that role um, to be able to showcase your full self, your full potential and your full like passions? Um, but one thing I would say is to be careful with like burnout. So that's kind of what happened to me like a year or two ago. Like I got a really bad episode of like burnout and I was like, you know, I just had zero motivations because I expand, expended too much energy. So even though when you find that space that only you can fill, fill it. But you need to be filling yourself. You need to pour into yourself before you can pour into others. Um, and like I always say, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, but anyway, the third section is to redefine what it means to belong. So we went through in the first section about, you know, now in our world, in our culture, it's all about being needed, being wanted, and fitting in. And that is exactly why we need to redefine it, because it leaves a lot of us with a sense of exclusion, leaves a lot of us 
feeling left out and a lot of us just feeling like what am I supposed to do with myself because a lot of us even myself and probably for yourself as well you don't fit into one linear category um and that's just the beauty of being a human you don't fit into one linear category and that is absolutely perfect and it's absolutely fine but it's just that we've been conditioned to thinking that we need to be as one thing um so what I found being a woman being a British born Chinese the tension of existing between two spaces is beautiful okay too often the world wants us to be either or like I said it wants us to be this one thing um, it wants us to be a doctor it wants us to be a um artist it, it, it wants us to be I don't know a singer or whatever else um but we are so multifaceted that it's impossible to fit ourselves into one small box but the with us or against us mentality is really really toxic because it means that we're always like fighting to be one thing which is unhealthy at the root of it and so one book that I will always go on about is called Braving the Wilderness. It's by Brené Brown. It's all about true belonging. And what Brené Brown says is that true belonging only happens when we accept ourselves for who we are and who we were made to be. It can't be external. We can't be looking for belonging in something external. For example, like I mentioned at the beginning, I mentioned, you know, we can belong to a school, a baking society, I don't know, um, a sewing club. <laughs> I don't know what these random uh, examples are coming from, but... We will go with them. We can't be finding our sense of belonging in something external because they can always be taken away. We can move away. People can pass away. People um, can kick you out, right? And so that we need to find that sense of belonging within ourselves. Um, and for me, belonging shouldn't be the result or the end goal because when it becomes that, we get complacent, we get cliquey, um, and ignorant, right? Because when we are in, we, when we are in the in group, when the belonging is the end goal, it means that when we get there, we're like, oh, we're, we're done. You know, sense of accomplishment, finished. You know, right? Like I might as well just end the live here. Um, but the thing is, yeah, we just get complacent, and it's not, it's not conducive to anyone for us to just live our lives being like oh you know it is what it is um even though it's it's helpful to kind of just see things as like passing or whatever but a lot of the times it just means that we're complacent with things and um, belonging for me should be the start of the journey right not the end not the result not the goal but the start of the journey to embracing ourselves and embracing each other because in this system of capitalism i talk about capitalism a lot if you want to understand what it is more, go back to episode two, which I talked about the system, which will hopefully explain it a lot more. But within the system of capitalism, it's, you know, individualism is emphasised. Um, and it means that we often ignore the people. We will, you know, every man for themselves. Uh, it's a very competitive environment because we believe that, we've been conditioned to believe that there's not enough for everyone. Um, and obviously that is true for certain things like physical, um, natural materials like copper, for example, which is supposedly going to run out very soon, which is a scary thought. Um, but instead, we should be looking to collaborate and, you know, uplift each other as a community so we can belong not only to ourselves, but to each other. 
right? But the important thing here is to belong to yourself first. Um, so before we get into the next bit, which is all about how to do that, practically how to do that, um, I want to emphasize community over competition, right? Um, and we know that this mentality, this competitive mentality has led to so much suffering and so much inequality. And so belonging should be the ability to welcome other people and be welcome. Um, is to get other people, welcome them to your table, to nourish them, to feed them, to give them whatever they need, to pour into them and send them on their way. You don't want to keep them. You don't, you don't want to like be you know, obsessive and, like, possessive and being like, oh, you can't leave, right? Which is kind of what capitalism brings us, like, wants us to do, is to, you know, grab everything we can and, like, not let go because there's not enough, so we need to keep it all to ourselves. But that's not true. We can let it go and give give freely to other people if we have the financial resources, for example, or the emotional capacity to do so. And it's also important, like, belonging is also the ability to be challenged and to be held accountable. And something that we, and this is something that we lack so much in the current system. Um, but now I want to go on to the fourth bit, which is about how to belong to yourself. So one big thing that I mentioned at the start was to actually try to trust yourself more. To practice embracing your true self, your passions, your emotions. And a lot of the times we suppress all of these things because what we've been taught to believe. That what we are worth is our work. That what we need is what we don't have already. So this, the one thing I want you to you know, take away is to start questioning things and to trust yourself. Right? Um, a lot of the times we tend to doubt ourselves, we get imposter syndrome, we're like, you know, am I, am I right? Um, a lot of this has to do with also cultural conditioning as well, which ultimately is fed down from the system. So having a lot of self-awareness, awareness of your privilege, awareness of your points of oppression, um, and your own reactions to things is really important, especially reactions. So I don't know if you heard of the kind of saying that how you react to someone says more about you than it says about the other person. For example, if you're in an argument, right? Um, and so obviously a lot of the times you can't control those reactions, but it's really critical to be able to evaluate them in hindsight and see how you can move forward with that. So it's the same with belonging and, you know, coming home to yourself, right? How have you responded to certain uh, events about you know, surrounding the topic of belonging. So with friendships um, or with family, right? And this leads on to being unapologetically yourself because when you can be really super self-aware of who you are, then it's really a, a lot easier to actually just freely express, freely express yourself. Um, and this is really important, not to disregard the opinions of others and for the feeling of others, but to be to be able to explain your emotion, to be ex to be able to explain your um, thinking behind things, because when you're talking about sensitive topics that people aren't used to, for example, like racism and things like that, people tend to get defensive. And so, as someone who is self-aware, as someone who knows that you belong to yourself and you're not trying to please anyone, then you can actually calmly just explain your position, um, so that you can 
promote empathy, which is really, really important. And I talked that and I talked about empathy in episode one. So if you haven't heard that yet, I highly encourage you to do that because there's a lot of hope and sort of encouragement in that as well. And so to end this episode, I wanted to end with this. Maybe belonging isn't about going inward and shutting people out and retreating, but actually going in so that we can go out to serve others and belong to each other too. Might be a radical concept, but something that we can chew on and something that, you know, I think I also need to reflect on a lot as well. So not just preserve my own energy, but to also give it to others because there is more than enough to go around. So with all that said, I want to say thank you for coming to today's episode. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, feel free to DM me on Instagram at joelpoir underscore. That's it for today's Let's Talk episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform, share this episode on social media and leave a review so that others can benefit from it too. And until the next episode, cheers to your endless confidence. Joelle.